0: Jesus. Each day I'd like to begin by reading a passage of scripture from the Bible and then focusing on another aspect of our apprenticeship to Jesus. Today, I'd like to reread John chapter 1 and then talk about Bible study. Let's get started. The Gospel of John chapter 13 verse 1, in the Christian Standard Version. Before the Passover festival, Jesus knew that his hour had come to depart from this world to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. Now, when it was time for supper, the devil had already put it into the heart of Judas, Simon Iscariot's son, to betray him. Jesus knew that the Father had given everything into his hands, that he had come from God and that he was going back to God. So he got up from supper, laid aside his outer clothing, took a towel, and tied it around himself. Next, he poured water into a basin and began to wash his disciples' feet and to dry them with the towel tied around him. He came to Simon Peter, who asked him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus answered him, What I'm doing you don't realize now, but afterward, You will understand. You will never wash my feet, Peter said. Jesus replied, If I don't wash you, you have no part with me. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, not only my feet, but also my hands and my head. One who has bathed, Jesus told him, doesn't need to wash anything except his feet, but he is completely clean. You are clean, but not all of you for he knew who would betray him. That is why he said, Not all of you are clean. When Jesus had washed their feet and put on his outer clothing, he reclined again and said to them, Do you know what I have done for you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you are speaking rightly, since that is what I am. So if I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have given you an example, that you also should do just as I have done for you. Truly I tell you, a servant is not greater than his master, and a messenger is not greater than the one who sent him. If you know these things, you are blessed if you do them. You might have noticed that we already covered this yesterday. Yesterday we read John chapter 13, verses 1 through 17, and we read the same thing today. Yesterday, we focused on Jesus' character and the lesson that he was trying to teach. This time, I want to focus on the disciples. Jesus washed all of his close disciples' feet in this story. And there's two that need to be pointed out. The first is Judas. The story says again and again that Jesus already knew that Judas was planning to betray Jesus when he had a chance, and he chose to lower himself and serve this man anyway. This goes back to when Jesus says, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. He doesn't just teach this lesson. This is an example of Jesus loving Judas, even when he knew that one of the most heinous acts was about to be perpetuated by judas within the next 24 hours jesus loved his enemies another person that the story wants us to focus on is peter when jesus comes around to peter and begins to wash his feet peter recoils and says no master absolutely not you will not do this for me and at the surface This looks like an honorable thing for Peter to say, but if you look at the character of who Peter has been up until this point, you might notice a level of pride, a wall that Peter is trying to put up between him and Jesus. This is not the kind of relationship that I am willing or ready to have with you. Put yourself in Peter's position for a moment. Foot washing, not just back then, but even today, is a strange, vulnerable, uncomfortable, exposed transaction between two people. Everything that we want to hide, the dirt, the ugly feet, the shame, Everything that we'd rather not talk about is on display before the master. That is an aspect of the relationship that God's trying to call us to. In Genesis, at the very beginning, before sin was introduced into the whole mix, it said that they were naked and without shame. There was nothing hidden, no barriers, It wasn't about not wearing clothes it was about the intimacy and the closeness and the trust between humanity and god but that is a hard point in the relationship to get to and it can only be done with the help of jesus the cleansing power of the blood of jesus and the grace of the holy spirit and it takes little steps going towards that point. But it is a point that God is calling us to, a place of trust, a place of vulnerability, a place where we know we are seen fully by God and loved fully anyway. The spiritual discipline that I want us to consider today is another aspect of Bible study, and it's called Reading It, again." You might have noticed that we've read the same Bible passage two days in a row, and that was completely on purpose, because the Bible often has more than just one thing to say. And to say, well, I've already read that point, I'm going to move on. uh, There's a place for that, Um, but it's also helpful sometimes to meditate and stay on the same passage for as long as it takes. As long as God continues to reveal different things to you, then continue to read it. Read it one day, put it down, come back to it the next day, and maybe another aspect will stand out to you. Yesterday, we talked about the servanthood of Jesus. Today, we talked about Judas and Peter, and there might even be more to this story if we read it again. We're not going to, but it can be helpful to just plant your camp, set up camp in one section of the Bible and read it again and again and again. Sometimes read it to yourself silently, read it out loud, have someone else read it to you, read it from uh, YouTube or the Bible app. Another thing that was helpful was yesterday, I tend to read from the NIV, the New International Version for this podcast, but today I read from the CSV, the Christian Standard Version. Changing the translation of the Bible that you're reading can be helpful as well because uh, you can there are other things might stand out to you. Uh, And that can be helpful. It can be helpful just to have a fresh take on what you're reading. Because if you're reading the same thing over and over and over again, it's easy to go on autopilot and forget about what you're doing. But that can be another helpful way to do that. If you don't have multiple Bibles or multiple translations on your bookshelf, the... uh, The Uversion Bible app or Bible Gateway has a really handy thing where you can just change the translation uh, just by clicking on the drop-down menu. So that is available to anybody if they were interested in using that as a tool.